And I remember just laying on the table and crying out to God, just pleading with Him for this not to be our story. Welcome to Marriage Talk. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Valerie. And this week we have the privilege of talking with Levi and Shaylee Durston. They are friends of ours and actually fellow missionaries. We've known these two since they were teenagers and it has been a lot of fun to watch them grow. It has been a lot of fun uh, to be part of their life. And Currently, they work with CEF and UB David, where they seek to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to boys and girls. They also provide discipleship tools and programs to help churches and Christian organizations. They have an inspiring story of how they've trusted God and His faithfulness and goodness, even in the darkest season of their lives, the loss of their son, Teddy. So let's head on over to our kitchen table and introduce you to Levi and Shaylee. Well, thank you, Shaylee and Levi, for joining us around our kitchen table. Yeah. This is our first interview of having someone in our home. Uh, so <laughs> thanks super for exciting. Yeah, it's super exciting. Yeah, we're excited to, to be here. Awesome to, to be here. Uh, close friends. We love you guys. Yes, we and uh, now we know your story and, and, and things like that. But our listeners, this is a new voice. They'd be like, what? Who's this Levi and Shaylee <laughs> on Marriage Talk here? But trust us, they're going to be excited to hear you. But why don't you give us a little bit about yourselves? Uh, what do you do? As was stated, I'm Levi and uh, I work with actually two children's ministries, uh, one being Child Evangelism Fellowship and then as well as UB David and I'll be Jonathan, which is a ministry that my grandfather had started. My grandparents started back in the 80s. Wow. Okay. And so, yeah, ministry has kind of been in the Durston blood. <laughs> <laughs> so Very I kind much. of just grew up with it. And so um, it was, you know, the Lord calling us, but also just so mm. natural and something our families just love doing. So mm. that's a little bit of what I do. Mm. Awesome. And I'm Shaylee. I'm Levi's wife. And for me right now, I used to be a house cleaner and I used to work in a Christian preschool, but now I'm just finding contentment in just doing kingdom work at home mm. with Chip, uh, our oldest son. He's about two and a half years old, <laughs> and I've just been really enjoying just being home with him and raising him. So I think nice. it truly is kingdom work at mm-hmm. home, raising our little ones for the Lord. And as well, we live in a 560 square foot house. Yes. 650. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Every foot counts. So we live in a tiny house don't cut it short (laughs) (laughs) and i really enjoy just making that a home making it a godly home and i also work alongside levi on a more casual basis within the children's ministry which Mm -hmm. has actually always been a lifelong dream of mine i prayed for a man who worked in children's ministry (laughs) even from a very young age so it was cool to see how god answered that prayer that is awesome yeah yeah Yeah. no thanks for sharing that i love how you talked about just kingdom work at home Mm -hmm. and building a legacy at home and And being uh, content and fulfilled there yeah yeah Yeah. it's something you have to learn how to be content because i think the world has a very different message a lot of times so yeah Yeah. so Mm -hmm. true yeah, yeah, no, thanks for sharing. So one of the uh, questions that we like to ask is, how did you meet? Now, you already alluded to this list that you had. Now, we know you. I had a long list. Yeah, so you don't have to go into the list for everybody. But, I mean, we know about it. And, and obviously, Levi checked a lot of those off. All of them Way and to more. Go, All of them and more, that's right. Um, but how, how did you guys meet? So, in short, it was actually at my sister's 
surprise birthday party. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those guys. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Dating so, the younger sister. <laughs> so yeah, my uh, our, our circles, we attended different churches. Our circles had similar circles of friends, I guess. And it wasn't until, I guess, uh, my sister's surprise birthday party is where we finally kind of got a chance to hang out together. And since then, have not had a day gone by without talking to each other. Wow. Just the rest was history. Yeah. It just clicked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Now, is that how you remember the stories? Because sometimes oh, yeah. have, people have different stories. I'm just, <laughs> just double checking. No, the thing is, it's kind of funny because we both knew that we were going to be at that party that night. And so on our own accord, we had got and went and made sure that we looked extra nice, picked out our best outfit, (laughs) just to make sure we were looking our best. And little did we know that we both were kind of planning that just in hopes to meet each other and make a good impression. Okay. (laughs) Very cool. There we go. There we go. That's awesome. And so how long have you guys been married? Mm. We've been married five and a half years. We got married. Amazing years. Uh, nice. I got that part. Well done. Played, played, yeah. <laughs> we just butter me up. Um, we got married on May 6th in 2017. So we had only dated for about six months until we went on a trip to Nova Scotia. I grew up in Nova Scotia and he proposed then. And then we got married nine months later. It was a beautiful spring day. And yeah, we're just very thankful for God's blessing on our marriage um, throughout this last five and a half years. So cool. That's awesome. Love it. So five and a half years. If you were to look back five and a half years yeah. to younger Shaylee and Levi. I can't say young because the two of you are still young. <laughs> so we'll just say younger Shaylee and Levi. What would uh, what would advice be or what would you say to a young Shaylee and Levi just starting out in their marriage journey? Uh, I would say to maybe even stepping back even before marriage is just like to fully appreciate and have just a heart of gratitude to the Lord for each stage and season Mm -hmm. of life. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, as a single guy, you know, you're always just, oh man, I just, you know, want to have a girlfriend, right? Right. You know, the pursuit, (laughs) I need to find the right girl. Um, And so then to, but then it's like your eyes, you know, it's like, oh, just if I can have a girlfriend and not be single anymore. And then it's like when you're, you find that girl and, you know, you start dating and then you're, I can't wait till we're engaged and then we can't wait till we're married. And, and so I think then, as each stage of life passes, you look back and you realize, oh, there's actually something super special mm. and unique mm. about that stage that I left behind. And I wouldn't mm. ever wish to go back, but it's, you know, each stage brings along, you know, something special about it, you know, which I believe is uh, a good gift from God. But yeah, I guess it would just be to slow down and just truly uh, be thankful for each stage and, and all that God gives us in each of those seasons of life. That's awesome. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I think for me as newlyweds, Levi and I, we had a lot of hopes and a lot of dreams and plans for our life mm-hmm. together, starting that beautiful, exciting journey as husband and wife. And for us, we were both very excited about creating a family together. Mm-hmm. We kind of always said we wanted a house full of five or six kids and all by the time <laughs> we were in our mid thirties. Yeah. <laughs> But learning from what we're about to share, I think I would tell them that the Lord's ways are not always our ways. Mm -hmm. And even in something so wonderful like planning a family, um, every child is truly just a gift from the Lord. And Mm -hmm. we really realized this past year that he's loaned them to us. They're not, they're not actually our own. Mm. And so I think just to hold our dreams and our plans, though that's great to dream and plan together, just to hold it with loose hands, realizing that 
the Lord's ways are better than ours, even if Mm -hmm. it's different than maybe what we were expecting. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Well, I I think that's actually a... Uh, we can segue into really the reason why we have you here. I mean, we love hearing your story, mm-hmm. and we wanted to hear uh, have our listeners get to meet you a little bit more. Before we begin to unpack a little bit of, of what you were alluding to there about even mm-hmm. understanding that our children are gifts from the God, mm-hmm. f- from God, for as much time as God gives us to us. Mm-hmm. Now, you both have walked a very, uh, very hard journey and rather recently, and so we just want to say up front, thank you uh, for giving us the opportunity to hear your story. We've watched it uh, on Facebook as you shared and, and, and walked through that. And for our listeners, what we're alluding to is, is the loss of your son mm-hmm. and the loss of Teddy at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Could you help unpack that a little bit yeah. maybe or share some context, share some backstory so our listeners just hear a little bit of of the journey that you have experienced. Sure. So this would have been December of last year. On my birthday, actually, we found out that we were expecting our Mm -hmm. second child. And this was a child that we had prayed for and dreamed of. And we were just very excited to be growing our family, for Chip to be an older brother. And everything seemed to be going, you know, as good as it could be. Mm -hmm. And then on February 15th, um, it ended up being that we needed a, a second follow-up ultrasound and it kind of just seemed like they needed to take a closer look at a few things. And so we went in a little bit nervous, but optimistic that things would go well because mm-hmm. often things do get missed in ultrasounds. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we were just um, watching the ultrasound screen and we could see that things weren't looking right. And the ultrasound tech was telling us that our baby wouldn't survive outside the womb. Um, he had a very wow. rare neural tube defect called anencephaly. And I remember just laying on the table and crying out to God, just pleading with him for this not to be our story yeah. and for this not to be our baby, just not to happen to our baby. But mm-hmm. I think in tears, as we walked out of that ultrasound clinic, I told Levi that I can never resent God for this Mm. because I needed him so much in that moment. And Mm. I believe that God gave me those words of truth just to fall back on in the coming months because the devil just tried to fill your head with lies Mm. that God isn't good and, Mm. but he truly is. And we really would see that Mm. again and again through the next coming months. Mm. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in that process, do you want to tell us a little bit more? That was kind of, the first point of finding out about Mm -hmm. um, Teddy's diagnosis. Mm -hmm. How did things progress from there? I think as, you know, as soon as we got the news, there's that initial blow of all that information of definitions of like, I mean, even anencephaly of itself, you know, Mm -hmm. these things that I mean, at least for me, Shaylee, maybe I'd heard of it. I didn't have Mm -hmm. a clue what it was. Um, But just like learning all these things and then you're just, with we'll need all these tests or ultrasounds and and you know there's that initial blow that comes with anything of a medical diagnosis and so like you're hit with like the wave of emotion and then also like you need to be somewhat clear-minded to take in everything that you're being told Mm. and I think what was a blessing in a sense with with this situation was just like it was so out of our control Mm. 
and you know maybe as a husband and as a father you like to just fix the problems for mm-hmm. your wife for your family mm-hmm. uh, but this was ultimately something right from the get-go we knew I knew that there was nothing I could do mm-hmm. um, as a father as a husband and that ultimately <clears throat> our child instantly we had to place him at the feet of Jesus and mm-hmm. to just um, this was something we couldn't fix. And mm-hmm. I think there was the blessing in that, I think, was that it forced you, in a sense, to just lean on God and to mm-hmm. just seek him because there was no cure. There was no hope of a cure with the condition. And I mean, I guess maybe the world's cure would have been abortion, mm-hmm. you know, just to kind of we don't know where this could go, what kind of complications it could have on Shaley when it comes to delivery and future children. And so that would be the world's you know, maybe um, solution, I guess, to our situation, which was just not, not an option for us. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And so, yeah, we just were left at a place of just needing to just seek the Lord from, from day one. (laughs) Yeah. And that's incredibly courageous for both of you to choose life Mm. when I'm sure you were offered other alternatives Mm -hmm. to not choose Mm -hmm. that. Um, So, that's amazing that you're both so courageous. Mm. Was that a difficult decision? No, not at all. I think even during that ultrasound, the first thing I told the tech was, please don't let the doctors tell us that we should abort our baby. Like Mm. this is a firm no in our minds. You know, we realized that God was knitting this baby inside with Mm. a beautiful purpose Mm -hmm. and his life was not ours to take. And so I think we were both willing to just carry this life uh, for as long as the Lord would allow, knowing that each day was just a gift that Mm. we had with this baby. And I think too, there comes a, you know, even backing up and just like, we wanted our this is now our second son we want him you know mm-hmm. to know that his parents love him mm-hmm. love him and mm-hmm. i think you know your heart breaks for how many kids have been aborted or babies have been aborted mm-hmm. and for whether that be conditions or whether you know that they might have or whether that be just for convenience of life for right. those that conceive that child mm-hmm. um but yeah in a simple way it was just this was our son and mm-hmm. we just wanted him uh, even in heaven, to know that he was loved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was valued by us mm-hmm. and yeah. by our families and by God, most mm-hmm. of all. And so you find out this news, mm-hmm. and the decision is we're going to see this through, mm-hmm. whatever that journey is going to look like. So you went full term, mm-hmm. if we remember correctly. Yeah. You have Teddy. Bring us through that, yeah. uh, that experience of, of just getting to hold him, mm-hmm. but yet also knowing what is to come. Right. Um, how, how did that, and, and how, how long did you have with yeah. him? Yeah. yeah. I think we just saw so many answered prayers throughout mm-hmm. those last few months in my pregnancy. He had a lot of, there was just a lot of complications regarding his condition where the doctors were telling us that he wouldn't see his due date which was august 17th he wouldn't even get close to it and Mm -hmm. so we were kind of bracing ourselves that he could come at any moment Mm -hmm. in the summertime but god just really was in control of teddy's days and he went you know up until august 1st was when uh, i started going into labor which was another answer prayer of ours because we never felt comfortable setting an induction date and so 
uh, things progressed, uh, thankfully, very well, and I was able to deliver him, uh, which, again, was kind of something that they mm. thought would be impossible, just regarding uh, the few specifics in his um, in his condition. And so, yeah, on August 2nd at 10.43 p.m., uh, Teddy was born, and mm. we got to meet our little Teddy. Wow. And in that same moment, without ever... Without ever taking a breath, um, Teddy got to meet his creator, which mm-hmm. I think is just so beautiful mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Jesus was the first face that he saw. Mm-hmm. And I think Levi and I both were struck just by how we were looking at our baby and seeing death. Mm-hmm. But God gave us both just such a beautiful picture of what life he was experiencing mm-hmm. at that mm-hmm. moment. We knew that death wasn't the end for Teddy and we could just see just the glory that he was experiencing at that moment and I thank God for that and Mm -hmm. we were able to have just such special moments with him Chip Mm -hmm. was able to meet him and I think we'll just cherish those moments together Mm -hmm. for the rest of our lives until we know we'll get to meet him again yeah and Teddy it holds a significance name in the family Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Want to share? Yeah. So Teddy is, I guess it'd be short for Theodore, <laughs> which means a gift from God. Mm-hmm. And that truly really was how we viewed him as just each child we believe is a gift from God, mm-hmm. whether it is wanted or not wanted. And mm-hmm. he was definitely wanted and, and he was a gift from God. Mm-hmm. And then his middle name, James, uh, my middle name is James and my dad's middle name is James as well. So it's a bit of a family mm-hmm. name that's been passed along and there. I guess that was just in in light of just val- showing that value in a, a practical way of giving, you know, some might say, well, that name will live on in a sense right. in a physical way, but just like that desire as a, you know, to just show value, I guess. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Not that there's any extra value, but just a, a picture of that or a symbol of that, mm-hmm. of yeah. just uh, giving him, I guess, a special name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing just to see the value, like you were talking about, the value of of Teddy and his life. Mm-hmm. And even though it, his life outside of your womb did end, mm-hmm. still he is just as important and just as significant as any one of us. Mm-hmm. And I just love how you guys honored that mm-hmm. and acknowledge that he is made in Mm -hmm. the image of god and that you love him and he's special and Mm -hmm. he's he's worth the pain Mm -hmm. and the difficulty and the hard road Mm -hmm. that you guys walked and so that's just beautiful yeah which i'm sure wasn't an easy journey to to go through and and have that loss how has the loss of teddy (laughs) impacted your marriage today i would say it's definitely deepened it Mm -hmm. um when I look back over the last year, I don't think there was really ever any moment of just like coming at each other, mm-hmm. you know, under the pressure of mm-hmm. everything that was going on. Um, and, and I think that isn't a tip of the hat to us as much as we just both had, I think even personal resolve in our hearts that we were going to trust God day by day. And I think that's a, such a huge thing when walking something like that or anything of just like where it just weighs on you we felt like every single day there was regardless of how good the day itself was there was just always that cloud above your head Mm -hmm. you know that cloud never left 
you woke up and you thought about it, you, you mm. went to bed and you remembered it and what you were about to face. And so I think, and we just, we're so thankful for God's grace on us to mm. just, <laughs> um, definitely the devil would have wanted to act as a wedge and just to yeah. take that stress from the situation mm-hmm. that we're in and to turn at each other. But yeah, I'm just, I think by the grace of God, you know, and the foundation of his word and his promises, we um, were able to walk this together, uh, mm. and, you know, instead of tripping each other along mm-hmm. the way. <laughs> and, and we were given very sound guidance early on that we would both grieve very differently, the loss mm. of Teddy. Mm. And so it helped us just to know it will look different and that's okay. Just because, you know, I was the one to carry Teddy for nine months, it doesn't mean that this loss was any less for Levi. And so that really just helped us just to give each other grace. And I think through it all woven into the grieving, we really just needed to fight for our marriage, to protect our marriage Mm -hmm. and love each other fiercely through those dark days. Because like Levi said, the devil wanted, would want to get a foothold, right? To divide us. And, and so for me, one of those ways that meant that I needed to communicate my feelings when I was very tempted to just close in and to sit in my pain and in my grief and not to share that with Levi. And so I think I just needed to let it all out in all of its messiness and brokenness and trust that Levi would love me through that. And in any way that he expressed his grief, that I would love him through that as Mm. well. So just giving each other a lot of grace. Mm That's amazing. You guys are so wise. Mm. Like just to have the wisdom to, to see wouldn't that. Wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> no. Thanks to our premarital counselors. <laughs> yeah, a little, little plug. Yeah, we, we don't know who those are. A compliment for us is a compliment right back. <laughs> you guys right are too sweet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's too good. But but it is it is something to understand as we go through the same experience we are going to either grieve differently we may even celebrate differently mm-hmm. and in marriage can we support each other through that process and yeah. not get upset with the other person or if one person's taking longer to grieve can we still support them in it and mm-hmm. not just say hey get over it it's yeah. it's been yeah. a time <clears throat> and knowing that I, I think just can really help us all in couples no matter where people are at even our listeners whatever they're going through if if we can approach things as a team mm-hmm. and and support each other and I, I think it just can be so helpful to help us handle mm-hmm. uh the things that life life begins to uh to become our way yeah. what was be as you have walked this journey to what would be one of the hardest pieces of this journey i would say probably maybe just facing the realities of what living in a cursed world um you know that is cursed by sin yeah. and and death is the end result of sin so i think just living in the reality of what this world robbed us from mm-hmm. and we don't for a moment view the loss of teddy or or his condition as anything that god did to us mm-hmm. <clears throat> he allowed everything that that happened but i think there was um just that processing of like you just picture you know what would have chipped how would if he interacted Mm -hmm. with teddy you know or 
and just that 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 relationship between him and Teddy, which would be unique to itself than any other potential siblings, yeah. um, would be unique. And that's something you just you're left to just imagine, and you don't right. you won't be able to you live and experience. Yeah. So probably for me that would that would be uh, one of the harder harder yeah. things. And for me, for almost nine months. I was carrying this mm-hmm. life and creating a bond with this life that I knew I couldn't keep. Yeah. And it was very difficult. It felt like, honestly, it felt like betrayal just to plan mm-hmm. for his death when he was still so alive and active in the womb. I, mm-hmm. I remember I took a video of my belly when we were meeting mm-hmm. with the funeral directors and he was just kicking and oh, moving wow. around so much. I'm and still here. <laughs> <laughs> and I just couldn't fathom, like, no. how are we going to lay this baby in the ground in a few weeks? Like, that mm. just seems impossible when he has so much life right now. Mm-hmm. And so I think from the beginning of this journey to now, for the rest of our lives, I think it will just be a continuous letting go of those dreams. Mm. Um, just the milestones of his that we won't witness and realizing that our family will always feel a little bit empty, mm. that there will always be a teddy-shaped void. But at the same time, I think that God is asking us just to lay those dreams for Teddy at his feet. Mm. And we believe that God is creating such a beautiful story for Teddy, mm-hmm. just of his unending grace and loving kindness to us. And even though it won't be a picture that we'll see in its entirety until mm-hmm. heaven, mm-hmm. I really do believe that there's a beautiful story in Teddy's life. Right. Mm-hmm. And that God will restore even yeah. what we have lost. We don't know what that would yeah. look like, right? Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, just truly believing by faith that God will restore what we have lost here. Mm -hmm. A question that comes to my mind as I hear you sharing your story, and I think this is a question that a lot of people have uh, as we go through hard times, is we look to God and we ask the two questions of why God? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why me? Why this? Are you still good? Yeah. Um, Mm Yeah. Did you have those moments where you just said, "Why God?" And if you did, how did you how did you process that? How did you because you started out at the very beginning talking about how God is still good and, mm-hmm. and He is still good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But were there ever those moments where you had to just in in those raw moments where it's just you and God? Mm-hmm. Did you ever just say, "Why God?" And if you did, how did you how did you process that? How did you? walk through that in in your life i think for me it it it, god i grappled with that a lot um even a few years before um i mean even uh, before i even knew shaley when i was diagnosed with crohn's disease Mm -hmm. as a young young man i was you know hardly out of uh high school and there was a few months where i just was not handling my new reality at that moment well you know, there was very much of just giving in to just the, all those, the lies that the devil would want me to believe that God isn't good because mm-hmm. my situation, as I see it, tells me that he's not good, right. um, even though that wasn't true. And so I think there was a few months there that I remember specifically where I just almost gave in to that. And, mm. um, and it was just so de- living such a defeated life because of the circumstances that were out of my control. And so there was all that grappling of those whys that then I think God, when I came out of that, and I mean, I still had my health 
problems that I was, you know, still in and out of the hospital and yet was just seeing God's goodness in such real ways and God's sufficient grace, I mm. think was the biggest thing that God taught me was he, you know, even if the next day was a harder day than the day before, there was a deeper level of his grace that would be sufficient for that day's need, you know, and, and that just carried us each day, you know, through mm. all of that. And then when it came to Teddy, then there was very much then God's promises that were true when I had Crohn's and walking that road, you know, God is the same yesterday, day, today and forever. Yeah. And so it was almost like a copy paste, you know, <laughs> okay. I saw God mm. come through every day okay. and I know he will hear. And I don't know how because this is a deeper problem. Mm. But I just have such a deep confidence. You know, Hebrews 1, 1, faith is being sure of the things we hope for. You know, it's not this inner strength that we try to muster up, but it's truly just this confidence, um, you know, in, in our God. And yeah. I think that's... Um, mm. So I think a lot of my grappling, I think even okay. half God refined me and humbled wow. me and wow. um, even years leading mm -hmm. up to what we were going to face. Yeah. Mm. I think Levi's journey with Crohn's definitely helped prepare him on a deeper way for this journey with Teddy uh, because it did give him space to ask God why. And yeah. for me, you know, I definitely did question God. Okay. And, you know, I had moments of just saying, God, why us? Mm. You know, we, not that we deserve mm. a healthy baby, but in a way it's kind of like, you know, we chose life for him and we love him so much. He's wanted and desired in our family. And so, but I realized that God, there was one week in specific where I was just having a really hard time. And I, I felt like I wasn't really hearing a response from God. And I felt like in my Bible reading or in worship music that I just wasn't feeling his voice as strongly as I was in weeks before. And I realized near the end of it, that God was just giving me space to sit in my pain. And I wasn't sitting in it alone. Mm -hmm. God was right there with me. He was with me just being my friend, just mm -hmm. listening to my cries, my, my heartache, and mm -hmm. just giving space for it. And then I realized after that that God would just fill that questioning with more of himself if I asked him to. Mm -hmm. And I would just pray, God, just give me your perspective because mm. I know that you see the whole picture and I know that there is goodness in even this uh, wow. because you are good. And, um, and so that just really helped me realign things when I would mm -hmm. just search the scriptures and pray and worship and just ask God to give me a fresh perspective again and again and just to fill that questioning with more of himself. Mm -hmm. That's so beautiful. Just choosing, mm -hmm. choosing to trust God and mm -hmm. his goodness and the plan, even though it, it isn't what we want. Mm -hmm. And and then just instead of getting angry with God, which is a, a very easy thing to do when things aren't going the way mm -hmm. we want it to go. Yeah, the way we planned out, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And set, instead to see that he's your friend and he's mm -hmm. listening to you as you cry out yeah. and giving space for that yeah. and for you to go through your pain and your grieving. Um, we don't need to suppress amazing. it yeah. around him. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, he can handle it all. Mm -hmm. That's so good. You guys are both so strong so mm. amazing yeah. um 
but what would you guys say has helped you to stay strong? Hmm. You want to take this one? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we've both gotten many remarks about how strong we've been this journey. And I always tell people that the second I take my eyes off Jesus, Hmm. I feel like I'm drowning in my circumstances. And so it's purely only Jesus, Mm -hmm. only ever him. And I think it was just a continuous surrender of ourselves for God to write his story in our hearts and in our lives. And I'm the type of person that likes to know what's going to happen, what's ahead, so that (laughs) I can plan and be ready. (laughs) But with this, I couldn't. So I spend a lot of my time in prayer just asking God to give me his strength and his mercy and grace for that day for that hour, that minute even. And as well, I found that just pouring myself into scripture soothed my broken spirit more Mm. than anything else. The Bible just came alive, Mm. just with new color and new depth that I hadn't seen before because I could relate with my pain. Um, I think how I could see Jesus meeting me when he met, when he wept with Mary and Martha in the death of Lazarus, or how he sat with Job in his suffering, or Mm. how he enabled Hannah to give her son Samuel back to God with a song of thanksgiving in her heart. I could see all these ways and see myself in those stories. And so I'm always just amazed with how God meets us Mm -hmm. and how, you know, so many times I was telling Levi on my birthday this year that I felt like so many times during this year that I was just walking on holy ground because Mm. God was right there in that moment and he truly never left us. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think another, um, probably maybe a very practical thing for Shaylee and I was to, you know, a scripture tells us to take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. And for us, that was such a practical thing that we were just taking with us moment by moment, even because the devil would just, it was it was just such a warfare in our minds for who yeah. were we going to give into the worry, the anxiousness, the stress, you know, because you'd look ahead and you think, you know, there's the diagnosis and these peaks of emotion or how are we going to face, um, you know, his delivery and what that looks like, his passing, his, you know, handing, handing your son's body over to mm-hmm. a stranger to take out the door after you've just met him. And it's just like... Then there's going to be the funeral and then there's going to be laying his body in the ground. And it's like all these peaks of your look, you'd look ahead and you get caught up and you'd be overwhelmed. But you would then have to just stop and realize like mm-hmm. we aren't there yet. Mm-hmm. And we just need to trust today. God will give us his sufficient grace for today. Mm-hmm. We're not facing those things yet. When we do, no matter how dark that day is, that God will give us a deeper level of grace mm-hmm. for that day. Mm-hmm. And to then just like take those worries and to not be anxious about anything and just mm-hmm. present your request to God with thanksgiving mm-hmm. and just believing by faith. And, and God just gave us then a peace that yeah. truly surpasses all understanding. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I remember reading those comments mm-hmm. as you journeyed your, your story on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading about the days that were tough. Mm-hmm. And, but you would always end with God's grace is sufficient. Mm-hmm. And I was like, today, I just need you a little bit more, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and he gives. Yeah, yeah. and he did. And yeah. this might be another <laughs> odd question in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because it's such a hard story and yeah. and it's not what you would have planned but mm-hmm. and and you've shared a, some blessings of in the room and and your son chip getting to hold teddy yeah. and uh just experience that but have there been other blessings whether it be for your family whether it be for you personally other blessings that you've seen in this journey mm. i think like his name says mm. i think teddy just gifted us with a lifetime of blessing and teaching and healing from Mm -hmm. his creator i mean i could talk a long time just about the blessings that god has shown us through teddy i think that teddy just led us to the feet of jesus Mm. and in a way that i have never really needed before just to be at the feet of jesus in complete surrender and I think he also just made us long for heaven. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for the invitation of just talking about heaven and God is mm-hmm. especially with Chip and with any other children that the Lord gives us. It's just made it such a such a tangible conversation because right. we have yeah. our son Teddy there as well. Yeah. And I'm just so excited for heaven. I'm mm-hmm. so excited that I'll get to know Teddy one day and that death truly has no sting when Mm. God's saving grace is in the picture. Mm. Um, Another thing is that it gave us just a lesson in truly being present, Mm. just to know that every breath, every moment was a God-given moment and to fill that with purpose. Mm. And I think one of those purposes was even right now, like Mm -hmm. agreeing to talk with you guys today because God has just so supplied what we need that it's just overflowing. Mm. And I think he comforted us so that we could comfort others. And I'm so thankful just for the heart that God gave me through this for Mm. the hurting where otherwise I might've turned a blind eye. Right. Mm. So I think there's that and there's so much more that maybe Levi can touch on, but just just know there's so much blessing in even hurting like this wow. yeah. so much. Yeah, I think, I mean, on a, in a broad sense, there's just that, as Shaylee mentioned, there's all those things that God teaches you along the way and things, you know, that might be unique to myself and might be unique to Shaylee and or us, you know, whatever he desires to teach us from those mm-hmm. uh, from those things that he takes us through. Um and just the intimacy that comes with that when you mm-hmm. are just at a place of full surrender where you you can't solve this problem. In mm-hmm. a culture where we just are so busy, we all just want to have our, yeah. you know, everything, you know, we have our insurance for everything, just nothing can go wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. as much as we can, right? And yeah. so that gives us, I think, just this false, we put, you know, our faith into all those things instead of mm-hmm. truly believing in the provision and the protection of God mm-hmm. um, that is so much greater. And I think probably the greatest blessing for me, um, having grown up in the church my whole life and grown up in a family and ministry my whole life, I think, you know, you've heard John three sixteen a million times. Mm-hmm. And I think I remember when just seeing and holding Teddy's body and specifically the next morning and we bathed his body uh, before the the gentleman from the funeral home was to come and and you just saw in such a real way the effects of death and living in a cursed world Mm -hmm. and just seeing that so closely and feeling you know the stiffness of his bones and just like Mm. it was so real and in your hands and again there wasn't just this like there wasn't this response of like god why 
as much as just like thank you god that you saved us from this mm-hmm. and like because of jesus this isn't the end of the story mm-hmm. yeah praise god and yeah. that's just you know for somebody that grew up you know you you can take for granted i think i never experienced yeah. a dramatic life change at the age of five <laughs> <laughs> when i accepted christ as my lord mm-hmm. and savior but it's almost like I feel like as if I almost got saved again, <laughs> you know. But just just seeing in a real way, like in just an utter thankfulness for the love of God. Mm-hmm. That it's like God, you gave your Son so that our Son can live, mm-hmm. wow. even though He dies. Mm-hmm. And uh, this story is just the start because one day we will see the full redemption story. Yeah. And um, but God is so good, and it's just give given us, I think, a greater desire seeing that and the just how beautiful the gospel is i mean there's nothing that anybody can say to fix Mm. what we had gone through nobody can bring our son back nobody can replace Mm -hmm. what we have lost and jesus truly is just the only hope Mm -hmm. and it's an amazing hope Mm -hmm. amen Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i want to commend you guys um for sharing Mm -hmm. it so publicly you guys Mm. have been just so open um about your journey about the goodness of god about the hurts about the joys Mm. and i just want to encourage you that teddy does have Mm. a beautiful beautiful life and testimony Mm. because of how you have lived your lives Mm -hmm. how you have carried on his memory and proclaimed the goodness of God. Mm. Um, he has a beautiful life and testimony mm-hmm. because of that. And so thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and just thank you so much for coming on and, yeah. and sharing uh, sharing your story, uh, sharing still uh, maybe even what you're processing through. And, and I love how it's just made such a deeper, intimate relationship with Christ uh, in your lives and in your story. And with that, we always, we always try and end our podcast with marriage talk with some, some things for our listeners to chew on, maybe to ask themselves and a few questions that we have today from, from your story that we just, we really hope and trust and pray that it, it is impactful to our listeners. And there was something in there for you uh, throughout uh, from Le- Levi and Shaley's story. But a few questions to walk with and, and to leave you with here today would be, what does fighting for your marriage look like for the season that you're currently in? What joy can you find in the stage that you're at right now? And what does trusting God in the hard things of your life look like? Because as Levi said, because of Jesus... There's always more. And so we just want to say thanks for listening. Thank you, Shaylee and Levi, uh, for joining us. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. See ya.